What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode three of the Sports Betting Podcast with Kofe. This is our first college football episode, and we are getting ready for week zero. Real football kicking off in just over 24 hours from now. Excited for that. In today's episode, we are going to pick the college football national champion. We have a very interesting stat on that that you're not going to want to miss. Then I pick my Heisman winner, followed by betting previews for four games coming up tomorrow on the week zero slate. Then we have our week zero pick them where I go through and I pick a winner for every single game, including at least one underdog. Finally, we have our recipe of the week, which will be a fun segment where I talk about a recipe of the week, something that I am cooking to eat while I watch the games, whether it's just a snack or a main course. Obviously, we're kicking it off in a big way, so you're going to want to see what we're cooking up today for tomorrow. So let's get right into it and get started with our predictions for the college football national champion and Heisman winner. When it comes to college football futures, it's all about one team for me. Not only this year, but over the last decade, and that team is Alabama and the dynasty that Nick Saban has created. Here's a fun fact for you. If you put $100 on Bama to win the national championship before the season started every year since 2009, you would be up $2,900. You could argue that they would have won again last year if Jameson Williams didn't get hurt mid-game in the national championship and if John Mechie could have played in that game. A few more weapons down the stretch could have definitely helped the Bama offense in that loss against Georgia. Looking at this year, their odds are at plus 180, and I know most people who bet a preseason champion would like to see better odds than just under 2-1, to one, but at the end of the day, it is Bama and it is Nick Saban. Bryce Young returns at quarterback. He ranked second in passing yards and passing touchdowns last year as a sophomore. He comes back with more experience, and he's going to have more motivation after losing in that national championship, and I don't think we have any business questioning the replacement pieces that Saban has put around him. We know what Saban does. He brings guys in, he develops them, and he pumps out NFL talent over and over and over again, period. My money is on Bama at plus 180. Getting into the next futures play, we're staying right at Bama, and we're going over and we're looking at the Heisman odds on FanDuel Sportsbook. The favorite is Ohio State quarterback C.J. Stroud. Second on the list is Bryce Young at 4-1 to odds, and that's where my money is going. I'm taking that all day. Like I said, I think he is going to have more motivation coming back from that national championship loss to Georgia last year. He's going to have plenty of weapons around him, and you know, early on in the Saban decade, it was more about playing great defense and having an offense that could get by, so to say. But over the last couple of years, last few years anyways, we have seen that Bama offense at playing at explosive levels. You know, with Bryce Young last year, Mac Jones, Tua, and Jalen Hurts. Those years, we saw some very explosive offenses from Nick Saban in this Alabama offense. So I think there is good value on Bryce Young at plus 400 to win the Heisman. And I think even though it's just under two to one, Alabama winning the national championship plus 180, you can't deny the fact that if you put $100 on them to win the Natty every single year over the last decade plus, you'd be up $2,900. So Bama's the powerhouse. That's where the money should go this year. That's what I'm suggesting. Roll damn tide. Why do you continually try to get me to say something that doesn't respect one of 
We will have betting previews for select games every single week. So be sure to tune into the college football episodes of Sports Betting with Cope every single Friday to get you ready for the weekend. Obviously, we're not going to break down every single game because we'd be talking for hours, but we will have a handful of games that we give full betting previews every single week. If you do want to get in on our best bets, I do suggest you go over to CoSports.com and sign up for a VIP membership. That will get you access to all of our best bets, which are posted on our VIP picks page every single day. Typically on a college football Saturday, the plays will be posted by 9 or 10 Eastern Standard Time. So you'll have a couple hours to get those plays and get your bets in before the games kick off at noon Eastern. All right, so week zero is here. We're starting up with Nebraska against Northwestern. Notice I didn't say Nebraska at Northwestern because we're going north for this game. This game is being played in Dublin, Ireland, so you might as well crack open a Guinness to kick off the college football season. Looking back to last year, Nebraska beat Northwestern 56-7, to so notice I emphasized the beat. It was an absolute beatdown. But both teams went 3-9 and last year, so what can we expect from them coming into this year? Let's take a look at both teams and get right into our conclusion on this one. So Nebraska made a splash in the offseason, and they brought in quarterback Casey Thompson from Texas, who led the Big 12 with 24 touchdown passes a season ago. They also brought in offensive coordinator Mark Whipple, who is coming off of a season coaching Kenny Pickett, who threw for 42 touchdowns and 4,300 yards at Pitt. Also in Mark Whipple's past, shout out to UMass. The Cornhuskers also brought in some transfers up front on defense, which should go a long way for them as well. Northwestern, on the other hand, they allowed 31 points per game last season. It was ugly for them, especially in conference games where they only scored more than two touchdowns twice. Oh, and seven of their eight conference losses came by two touchdowns or more, hence the 13 and a half point spread in this one as of the recording of this episode on Thursday, airing on Friday. By the time we get closer to game time, it could be 14 and a half on Saturday. So heads up for that. Watch the line. If you are betting it, you might want to get in on it early. Two of the three quarterbacks are gone from last year for Northwestern, so it's either going to be Ryan Holinsky, who threw more interceptions than touchdowns last year, or redshirt freshman, who will probably throw more interceptions than touchdowns this year. Northwestern's offense just hasn't been good. Even when they have winning seasons, it's not because the offense is good. It's because they play great defense, and they have offense that can make a couple plays to get by, but really they rely heavily on the defense. And this year, the defense has new guys coming in at every level, so there's probably going to be a learning curve for them, and I don't see Northwestern putting together uh, a very good season. They might be better than 3-9, and nine, but not much more uh, than that. Nebraska is favored by 13 and a half in this one, and they have more talent on paper. You see they brought in some guys in the offseason, especially there's high hopes for uh, quarterback Casey Thompson. So I'm going with Nebraska to cover the two-touchdown spread in this one. Official play, Nebraska minus 13 and a half. Get it locked in before the line keeps moving like I just talked about. Don't miss out on that one. Next up, we have Wyoming at Illinois. Illinois is favored by 11.5, and, and the over-under is set at 43.5. Wyoming, 0-6 against their last six Big Ten opponents. They did lose a lot through the transfer portal since last year. They lost their top two quarterbacks. They lost their top wide receiver. 
And key defensive players, they are replacing all but one of their offensive linemen. So a lot of shuffling pieces on the offensive side of the ball for Wyoming. And their style has been to run the ball, control the clock, and play defense. They held eight opponents to 20 points or less last season. So, you know, there's going to be a learning curve for these new guys coming in. But really, how complicated is it to put together a run-first offense to control the clock? I think they'll continue to have that strategy this year, which is going to play into the way this one plays out. Looking at Illinois, they are 10-1 and in their last 11 season openers. They won three of their last five games last year, and they beat number seven Penn State in that crazy nine overtime game. No one's forgot about that one. Their defense was great last year, holding opponents to 21.9 points per game, and Illinois has gone under in six straight home openers. You can see where this one is going. Illinois is a better team and they have significant advantage on defense with a short week in front of the Illini and a game against Indiana less than a week away. They'll play that one next Friday. They could come out with a very basic game plan just to go out, take care of business, and get the win. So with that, I am expecting this one to be a low-scoring defensive battle. The under looks to have some good value at 43.5, and that is listed at even money right now over on FanDuel Sportsbook. Getting into the prime time games, we have North Texas at UTEP. These two played last year, and North Texas won a low-scoring battle 20-17. to UTEP's home, but North Texas is favored by 1.5 for Saturday. Over-under is set at 54.5, depending on what sportsbook you use. These odds are brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. So let's take a look. North Texas finished last season by winning five straight games, so they will be looking to pick up right where they left off. Austin Aoun is back at quarterback. He was able to keep his starting job and fight off the transfer from Memphis. He will definitely need to improve his accuracy if he wants to take the step forward. He completed 51% of his passes last year, but he also can make plays with his feet, which should help this North Texas offense convert on third downs, not only in this game, but all season. There are some questions to be answered with replacements up front on defense, but the North Texas linebackers should be strong, and the secondary returns three out of four starters. But the D is definitely going to have a concern up front against this UTEP offensive line, which we'll talk about in a minute. So getting into the UTEP preview, they returned seven starters on offense and eight starters on defense. So 15 of 22 starters are returning. They're coming off of a seven and six season, but it doesn't seem great looking from the outside, but this program has been struggling for a while. So seven and six last year is a great stepping stone for them. They're feeling good about it and returning 15 of 22 starters coming into this year. And really it's all about the strong offensive line. They're going to look to establish the run. They have three guys up front that are coming back and realistically are all conference projections. So look for them to have a very strong offensive line and they have good backs to hand the ball off to. Ronald A. Watt is back for his senior season after leading the team with 843 rushing yards a season ago. No player props are posted on FanDuel Sportsbook yet, but if there's one to take a look at, I would circle Ronald Watt just because he's going up against the North Texas defense, 
who they have a lot of questions up front and all the talk is about how strong this UTEP offensive line is. So look for him to have a solid game. I'd like to see where the line comes out, but if it's anywhere between 50 to 60 rushing yards, I'm taking the over on that all day. Looking at the quarterback position, Gavin Hardison is an experienced quarterback who isn't afraid to take deep shots, but his 18 to 13 touchdown to interception ratio wasn't great last year. He threw one interception in 10 of the 12 games last season. He also loses his deep threat who is on to better things over at Arizona. So he'll be looking to find a new guy to throw the deep ball to. But like I said, it's really going to be all about establishing the running game for UTEP and then Hardison will obviously find someone new to take his shots when they open up. So in conclusion, UTEP is 4-1 and one against the spread in their last five home games. I do have to pick at least one underdog on the show this week. And this is the one it seems to make the most sense. It's projected to be a close game. We saw the, how the game played out against these with these two last year with North Texas winning 20-17. to 17. But with all the talk of UTEP offensive line, you have the home field advantage, and then you're, uh, you hear about North Texas question marks up front on defense. I give the advantage to UTEP in a pick em game. So I'll ride with them. Got to go with the one underdog, but they have all the returning starters and building on that 7-6 and six season from a year ago. So that is the first underdog of the season, UTEP. You can take the plus one and a half if you want, but you might as well just take the plus 110 odds, take some plus money out of this one. Not a huge underdog, but an underdog is an underdog. Am I right? Then the last game of week zero, we are going out to the island. Vanderbilt at Hawaii. Vandy is favored by eight and a half, and the over-under is currently at 53 and a half. Now, let's just get this out of the way. Vanderbilt is an SEC team technically speaking, but they are nowhere near the level of skill and competition that the other teams in the SEC come with. So they went 2-19 and over the last two seasons, although they are 2-2 two and two against non-SEC teams, but they will have to travel 4,255 miles from Nashville, Tennessee to play this game in Hawaii. Mike Wright has been named the starting quarterback for Vanderbilt, who is a dual threat option, and his best game from last season came against Missouri, where he ran for 152 yards. So look for him to be making some plays with his feet in this game. As for Hawaii, they have a new coach. Timmy Chang is coming back. He played for them in the early 2000s. He threw for 117 touchdowns and 17,000 yards. So look for him to keep that high pace, high tempo offense going. Hawaii is 11-1 against the spread in their last 12 season openers. So the island is definitely a tough place to play, and the stats back that up. Not only in home openers, but Hawaii is 18-8 at home over the last four seasons, straight up. Hawaii has 10 new starters on defense, which gives them some hope after allowing 31.3 points per game last season, but... Uh, it'll be remain to see, it remains to be seen how they'll the new guys will stack up. In conclusion, I think the travel from the mainland to Hawaii factors into the home record, and I think it's tough for teams to go out to the island. The numbers show that it's definitely a long trip for Vandy, 
Eight and a half seems like a big spread, even though a technically SEC team is playing a non-SEC team. I think the play against the spread is kind of mysterious in this one. We don't really know exactly what we're going to get from each side with so many new pieces. But I think, based on the numbers and the trends of the teams that go out to play on the island, I would feel pretty good about teasing Hawaii up to plus 14 and a half in this one. But obviously, you do have to find one more leg to put in that teaser because with a teaser, if you're not familiar with them, you need a minimum of two selections, but you're able to move the spread by six, seven, eight, nine, ten points, whatever you want. I would suggest six to get the best odds for this one. College football pick'em will be another segment of the college football episodes. Every single Friday, I will go through the games and I will select winners straight up. Obviously, we don't have a full slate for week zero, so we are going to go through and we're going to pick the straight up winners on the games that the sports books are offering odds on as of now. You can either parlay those picks. You obviously aren't going to get a lot of value with a lot of big money lines, but you can choose to do so. I always say no one is ever forced to use my plays, but a lot of people decide to use them, so I must be doing something right. So with that said, let's get into the pick'em for week zero. Nebraska against Northwestern. Give me Nebraska. Wyoming at Illinois. Give me Illinois. Yukon at Utah State. Utah State by a million. Charlotte at Florida Atlantic. Give me FAU. North Texas at UTEP. I got to go with one underdog this week, so I'm going UTEP at home there. Nevada at New Mexico State. Give me Nevada. And then Vanderbilt at Hawaii. I know Vanderbilt is 2-19 over the last two seasons, but they are just getting beat up on SEC teams that are just much better than them. So I do think they have a chance to win this game, so I'll go Vanderbilt to win that one straight up. If you do decide to play a seven-leg parlay on all of those selections, it pays plus 552 odds over at FanDuel Sportsbook. So risk 100 to win 552 bucks. That is your choice. If you want to get in on the best bets for this week, be sure to direct message me on Twitter or Instagram at KOF Sports, or you can email me directly at KOF at KOFSports.com. Or you can go over to CoSports.com and sign up for your VIP membership. Like I said earlier in the show, VIP picks are always posted the day of the game. So I rarely have them ready before college football Saturdays. Sometimes I do, but you can DM to get in line because typically Saturday mornings, Sunday mornings are very busy for me. So never too early to DM to get in on those plays, but you can expect them to be ready sometime Saturday morning between 9 and 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Recipes of the week will be another segment of the show where I will be sharing recipes every single week, whether it's on the NFL episodes on Thursdays or the college football episodes on Fridays. But I'll be going through talking a little bit about something that I am cooking to eat while I watch the games that week. And this week, I got it going. I have it in the smoker right now. Going to have it for tonight, but I'll have it for the college football games tomorrow. And it is smoked corned beef to make Reuben sandwiches with. So step one, soak your corned beef brisket in warm water for two plus hours before you start cooking. 
Step two, season with black pepper, mustard seeds, bay leaves, cloves, and brown sugar. Really, it's just black pepper, brown sugar, and the little packet of seasoning that will come with your corned beef brisket when you buy it at the meat market or grocery store. Step three, set your smoker temperature to 225 degrees Fahrenheit and place the brisket directly on the grill grate for six hours. Step four, pull your brisket off the smoker, wrap it in tin foil, put the brisket back on the smoker, increase the temperature to 300 degrees Fahrenheit, and cook until the internal temperature of the brisket reaches 195 degrees Fahrenheit. Step five, slice your corned beef brisket against the grain an eighth of an inch, preferably for each slice, but you can do that to your preference. You just don't want something too chunky that you're having a tough time chewing through when you eat your sandwich. And then step six, make your sandwich with rye bread, swirled Swiss cheese, sauerkraut, and Thousand Island dressing. You can toast the bread to your preference. I've got this going right now. Can't wait to get my hands on a Reuben sandwich tonight, but I'll have plenty of it to eat all day during the games tomorrow. Check Twitter, Instagram. I will definitely be posting some pictures and videos for the results of the first recipe of the week and looking forward to this segment going forward all season long. That's going to do it for episode three of Sports Betting with Kof. I hope you guys are prepared for the college football slate tomorrow. As always, my goal is to entertain you guys and provide information to help you with your bets. That's always been my goal since I started Co Sports back in 2015. Of course, if you want to get in on the best bets for tomorrow, those plays will be available tomorrow morning between 9 and 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Get over to CoSports.com and get your VIP membership right now for 50% off with promo code football season spell season s z n so that is football s z n to get 50 percent off your first co-sports vip membership if you don't want a weekly or monthly membership to start you can always shoot me a dm on twitter or instagram or you can email me directly at kof at kofsports.com you can get a day pass which will include all of our best bets for the day for just ten dollars Hope you guys are ready. I'm ready. Real football is here. It's been a long time coming, but it's going to be a great season. Let's get it.